Chapter 9, Broken Vessel After the beautiful Thanksgiving dinner, it was time to return to our busy school and work schedule. My sisters and I returned to Brownsville and continued trying to uphold the incoming bills. My mother finally returned home after a stem cell transplant. We were very joyful. My mother was eager to return home. Finally, everything seemed to be going well. Until one day, I received a notice from the university I attended. The notice warned me that I would be placed in suspension if I failed to comply with the minimum grade requirements of the university. Meanwhile, I was in probation. The university would give me a semester to bring up my grades or else I would leave the university for at least a year. I could not believe it. How could I tell my family about this? Then I remembered the words of my sixth grade teacher. I don't know how she will ever make it to college. I wanted to give up. Maybe she was right. My eldest sister had graduated and the second to the eldest had incredibly high grades. She was still attending the university with me, but she was a straight A student and about to graduate soon. I did not know what to do. In a way, I felt worthless. I knew God was by my side. And in a way, that kind of made me mad. It made me mad to know that he was not helping me out. Or at least that's how I felt at the moment. Although madness had overcome me, I could not blame God for it. I felt mad, but I did not have the, have the courage to blame God. My heart wanted him to do more and to make me smart like my sisters. All I wanted was to blend in. At that moment, I felt like I was a total outcast. The worst part was that I knew I would worry my mom if I told her about my academic fail. But I had to. And I did. During dinner, while we were all eating, I gathered the remaining strength I had and spoke up. The university has sent this letter saying that I'm in probation because I did not do well in my classes. If I don't get good grades this semester, I'm going to get suspended. There it was. Finally, my heart sank and then came what I feared. My mom. Oh no, what do you mean you got suspended? What happened? Why didn't you put more effort? She got mad and asked me why. Why had I not applied myself more to my studies and how was it possible that the university would suspend me? I tried so hard not to cry. It made my heart heart and tried to think of a solution. But I couldn't. And even less after what my sister told me. Imagine? What are we going to say to our relatives? No one has gotten suspended, Abby. How could... What have you been doing? How did you end up getting in probation? I stormed out of the kitchen and ran to my room. My tears were my company all night long. I knew I had no right to ask God why. It was all my fault. I just wasn't smart enough. My heart knew that he had a purpose, but my mind couldn't understand it. That night after praying, I remembered a video my art teacher had shared with the class. The video talked about the artist Salvador Dali. 
in the video that Lee was being interviewed. Among the questions that were asked was one that caught my attention. In answering the question, that Lee talked about his academic experiences. I recalled that Lee telling the interviewer that he was sent away from his home by his dad because of his lack of intelligence and academic fail. The artist stated that his father was so ashamed of him that he had sent him away so that the rest of the family would not know how he had failed in his studies. I remember looking at the artist's expression in the video. I felt sad for him. Dali became a very well-known artist and a lot of people came to appreciate his artwork. If other people came to appreciate and accept Dali, despite his academic fails, why didn't his own family be- believe in him at the beginning? Why did they have to wait to see his success in order to believe? He was already valuable and successful in their eyes. When I saw the video, I felt I could relate to Salvador Dali. I didn't know why I was not as smart as the rest of my siblings. God has given God had given me this talent this talent to all my sisters. I didn't understand why he had not given it to me. That night I thought a lot and slept very little. In the morning I woke up and as always read the Bible. When I read the Bible, I felt that God would answer my questions and clear my doubts. While I was reading a passage in the book of Isaiah, this scripture caught my attention. Isaiah 45, 9-12 said, Does a clay pot dare argue with its maker? A pot that is like all the others. Does the clay ask the potter what he is doing? Does the pot complain that its maker has no skill? Do we dare say to our parents, Why did you make me like this? The Lord, the holy God of Israel, the one who shapes the future, says, You have no right to question me about my children or to tell me what I ought to do. I am the one who made the earth and created human beings to live there. By my power, I stretch out the heavens. I control the sun, the moon, and the stars. Wow. It's like if God had put me in my place. I felt as if God was speaking to me and telling me, Do you have the right to argue with me? I am your maker. Do you have the right to ask the maker of heaven and earth what he is doing with your life? And he was right. I was no one to question the maker of all things. After all, he was the one who created the soft feathers of every bird. He was the one who blended the cool colors of the peacock. I did not teach the sun to rise nor train the stars to shine. I did not... Teach the waters to go no further than the ocean could not hold. Nor did I teach the seasons their time. And I surely did not paint the morning sky or the evening landscapes. Who was I to question God? Who was I to ask him for explanations and to demand an answer? I did not know his plan. I didn't understand it. But I learned to trust him, even when I did not understand. But as for me... I trust in you. Psalms 55, 23.